Well, pop on your slippers and light your smoking pipe. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 41, brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and actionfigureblues.com. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Justin. Adam. And Ben. We are four guys living in Australia who collect action figures, statues, and other items from the worlds of comics and pop culture, and we like them so much we made this podcast just to talk about them. This episode, our discussion topic is, what's on your watch list? Guys, we are 41. How does it feel? Old. Yeah. <laughs> Creaky. But to be technical, I think we're actually 41.1 because this is actually the second attempt at having a 41st episode. We attempted last night and we had a technical issue. And so we are attempting again, but we've had to swap John for Ben. Um, so the podcast is a bit uglier. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, now, as for 41st anniversaries, I did a bit of research on this, and it turns out there is no traditional gift for the 41st anniversary, but the modern gift is land. Land? I yeah. know. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, um, yes, well, you know, I, I did just buy land, so I went out there today and I got a, a micron of dirt for each of you that I shall send to you. That's awesome. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Ne- next yeah. time I'll just give you access to my watch list and just, just pick something. <laughs> uh, okay. Look, I'm trying to stick with tradition here, but there you go. But, but uh, apart from... That, how are we all, and what have we been up to? Justin, what have you been up to? Well, uh, this week we did something crazy. We booked a cruise. So this time next year I'll be cruising around the South Pacific, um, thinking of you all, drinking pina coladas and walking around the poop deck. (laughs) (laughs) Without giggling. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So is this um, Sans Children? No, no, with with the oh. kids. It's uh, we researched it and a uh, very good uh, kids club. Um, so we're quite happy with it and counting the kids are already counting down the day. So it'll be um, quite entertaining. I've been on a cruise before and I, it really knocked me around a bit because of uh, obviously seasickness and the rest of it. And I had um, stomatal nearly every day for about four days. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, finally got around to it. Yeah, I have this. Um, What's that uh, when someone else uh, vomits that um, you go out in sympathy? Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah. You, if you've been on a cruise before, you can you can you can see kids don't really handle it at all, and there's usually um, piles of sawdust everywhere around like the hallways and the rest of it. But as soon as I get that smell, <laughs> that's it for me. I have to say, going on a cruise is kind of one of my ideas of hell. But um, yeah. yeah, well. <laughs> Well, we've we've got nothing but rave reviews from people that have been on this particular um, line, so we're we're quite optimistic at this stage. So yeah, I think my my fears are totally uninformed. Like whenever I say to people, I feel like 
it would just be like you know claustrophobic that's people say it's not like that at all but that's just my perception and uh adam what about you are you going on a cruise no not at the moment we're still planning our trip to europe for next year what else have we been up to yeah uh, went shooting at an indoor firing range yesterday so that was good fun it's a bit weird but sure <laughs> uh, i'm not very good at it so come the apocalypse, don't try and look at me as a person that's going to save people um, other than that, bathroom reno is pretty much done. I think the only thing that will be holding it up is if I have to do another coat of staining door frames. So, yay, finally. Hey, so what are we going to do when we can't have Captain Practical installments anymore? I'm not sure. Uh, I have to leave all my, you know, weeding news and whatever else for weekends. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mr. Ben, our ring-in for the evening, what about you? Yes, the, the podcaster formerly known as Ben, because I've got the week off this week. Uh, <laughs> um, well, not me, but but I've mentioned this person before. Someone I know that isn't me uh, spent the day... Uh, making some more silicon moulds of action figure parts in an attempt to cast their own pieces. Uh-huh. So, and from uh, from what this person's told me, it went quite well. So, Justin will be oh. pleased. Yeah, very I'm good. Very, very pleased. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, it gets better every time um, that person does it, and, uh, yeah, getting the hang of it. <laughs> well, I've been doing our bit... Oh, sorry, I've been doing my bit, I should say, to keep our hobby alive i uh, i work in education and um we're coming to the end of the school year and i've had a a pastoral group this year i work at a boys school so i wanted to get them something to say hey you've been a great group thank you for not eating me <laughs> and um i got them each a amazing spider-man um you know those grab zags they are they're blind packed like the lego minifigures but they are um they're not Lego figures, but they're kind of Lego-sized little characters with a um, vehicle in it as well. And they're from the new animated series. So, yeah, it's Spider-Man, Nova, Nick Fury, Lizard, Green Goblin, or whatever. And, you know, I didn't know necessarily how they would go, but they absolutely love them. Like they're high school They're high school kids, you know, yeah, and they're yeah. just like, hey, you know, what the heck? And um, I think kind of the notion of that they could, what did you get and trade them and whatever. And uh, I had other kids coming up to me all day who are not in my phone group saying, <laughs> do you have any more of those toys? Or, <laughs> like, no. Good um, yeah, so I'm, I'm keeping the hobby alive. Well done. Well done. <laughs> awesome. Now, because we are recording uh, for a second time this week, this is going to be a shorter episode. We're dropping a couple of our um, normal bits and pieces just so that we can get to bed at a decent hour. Um, but we are, of course, going to continue with the news, and that's up next. Let us get started with some articulated news. Luke Skywalker handles his saber well, Ben Kenobi. You should know, Yoda. Yes, I've been the Jedi Master for 800 years. Yoda and other action figures each sold separately. Beep, 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 beep. It's okay, R2-D2. I've got my laser pistol. Hold it, Luke. They're afraid of your snake, Yoda. You have nothing to fear. The Force is all around us. Yoda and other action figures each sold separately. From Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. From Kenner. Well, if you've ever listened to us before, you know that the Articulated News is where we share just the bits and pieces that we have found interesting from Toy News since last we recorded. And if you haven't listened before, why not? 
but I mean, welcome. We're so glad to to have you. Um, the news is fun. This is what we're doing now. And Ben has the first bit, so go, Ben. I do indeed. Yes, thank you. Uh, well, our good pals at NECA, we can say good pals now because we've interviewed uh, Randy and... Uh, he's oh, we're besties. We're, yeah. We've been braiding each other hair. That's right. Yeah. So, so our buddies at NECA um, have continued with their, their, uh, their video game series and we are now getting a Chell figure from Portal. And uh, we have to give some credit here to NECA for, for their sculpting. Um, well, I mean, not so much likenesses because, you know, it's a video game character, so they, they don't need a, a person's likeness. But, you know, Chell's uh, an Asian character, and she actually looks Asian. So I think they've done a remarkably good job. It's actually quite a nice-looking prototype. I mean, if you're not familiar with the game, then, you know, you probably you know, won't get much out of it. But, um, yeah, they've done something different. I like the way the, um, the costumes sort of roll down around the waist, etc. And a uh, pretty cool weapon there. But um, also in news from NECA, and this is very exciting for me because I've been collecting their predators, and I actually got to ask uh, Randy a couple of questions about um, their series, and, and we only just asked him about Series 7 featuring Big Red um, Predator. But so far in the Predator series, we've just been getting predators. There's, there's plenty that um, they can do, obviously, from um, the, the various movies, but there's been quite a few, um, I guess you'd call them sort of cameo appearances by predators they've done, and they've done some variants such as camouflage predators. But this is pretty exciting for us because for the first time we're actually getting human characters and we're actually getting um, Arnie's character of Dutch Schaefer, Major Alan Dutch Schaefer. Um, from, of course, Predator, and we get two versions of Arnie. We get him as we first see him in the movie, where he's sort of kitted out with his shirt and vest and all that sort of thing. And uh, then we get sort of the bare-armed version as we're about sort of halfway through the movie, and um, Arnie's, uh, yeah, down to flashing the guns, etc. Um, and it's, it's pretty important because um, one of the things we did ask Randy was we mentioned the, that fans are army builders and, uh, and, and also sort of um, team completists, etc. Uh, and Randy said that this is the sort of thing where fans need to speak with their wallets, that uh, if Arnie sells well, and I guess you know, all indications are that he will, that they will actually extend to the rest of the team. And, and I certainly... Um, you know, just would love to see the rest of the rest of the guys from Predator. Seeing guys like Billy, etc., I think would be pretty cool. Now, this is a, a big development um, to not just get a human character for it, but for it to be Dutch is pretty cool. Yeah, and the likeness looks spot on. I mean, I know this mm. is two up or something like that, but but that middle um, middle, yeah, yeah, for all you guys listening, uh, it's actually <laughs> Arnie's got his bare arms and just his vest on. Um, It'll be in the enhanced podcast. <laughs> that's right. The likeness is sensational. It looks really good. He comes with his uh, with his M sixteen with the. Um, with, of course, the uh, grenade launcher underneath, etc. Um, I mean, you also get the Jungle Hunter Predator, um, which is the one he fought in the movie Predator. So, yeah, I, I really like the idea. I mean, just, you know, even just thinking about some of the figures like Jesse Ventura, uh, who, of course, had the General Electric minigun. I mean, the minigun's already been developed because there was a Terminator figure that came with that gun. So, really, we're, you know, a few decent sales away from seeing more characters from these films. And for me, that's, that's pretty huge. Uh, I'm really keen on these. Very good. And uh, keeping with NECA news, Justin... Okay, and yeah, like you just mentioned there, keeping on the NECA train at the moment, uh, we saw this week the um, impending release of 7-inch uh, Rocky 
figures from Rocky Three now in this uh, in the pick shop. We get we get uh, Rocky and uh, Clubber Lang, also known as Mr T. Yay! Um, <laughs> yeah, the the articulation is good. The only sort of little gripe I can have from from looking at these picks is the um, extended elbow sections that sort of overlap the um, bottom edge of the forearm. But you know, the yeah the the actual poses they have them in the photos. Um, but, can't it complain too much. The back of that elbow, isn't it? It looks a bit like old person flab. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Looks like after this, Mr. T's got his uh, um, tender to shift at the canteen. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait to get to get this Mr. T figure. I mean, I've never been so excited to get a near naked angry black man. Uh, <laughs> 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 Not unless you're paying for it. That's right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, well, well, well done. One one of the first movies that we ever got from um, the the VCR rentals as a kid is is Rocky Three, and I watched that ad nauseum. Uh, um, so basically, in every line and every sequence from that movie, and to have these uh, representations. It's going to be pretty cool. I'll definitely be um, chasing these two down, that's for sure. Yeah. I noticed the um, the elbow overhang actually is the same with the knees as well. Yeah, there's one mm. picture there where you can see them facing off and they've got the same... I mean, I assume they're trying to hide the joints, but um, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see whether they've got that sort of um, that double joint like a lot of the Marvel Legends to give them that extra range of movement sort of for, for posing. Yeah, and and if you see, look at those Mr. T shots, he's got uh, different coloured trunks on and a couple of the pics and different uh, faces as well. So hopefully pack-ins. I don't know about the shorts, but the shorts may indicate uh, two separate um, figures coming out. But I think they be were. Cool to have. Yeah, I think okay. from, from memory there's there's two versions of Club Lang. There's, um, there's the angry version and the, the, the normal version. And I think there's actually... Um, the same with Rocky. There's a version where he's got the um, beaten face, and it actually comes with a little packing, um, like blood spit thing, so you can actually attach that to Rocky's face to have blood flying out the side of his mouth. <laughs> Seriously, cool. <laughs> it's interesting well, when they you are these, sold. When you look at um, the elbow and knee overhang, it's much more pronounced on Clubber than it is on Rocky. Mm. It's almost like the um, legs and arms have kind of been shoved up in there a bit too far. Yeah. So maybe that's a – I wonder if it will be as pronounced when it actually comes out. Yeah. Uh, we shall have to keep an eye on it. All I know is right now I feel like a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, didn't anyone else like those commercials? I thought they were sensational. Um, and Justin, something else. Yes, um, over to our friends at AFI. There's uh, another sneak peek uh, this week of uh, continuing Masters of the Universe Classics range. Uh, this week we were, well, we could see the actual pictures of Procrustus, which shall ever be known as Pie Crustus in this house, um, and finished pictures of uh, Natosa, if that's how you pronounce it, or Natosa. Um, Jitsu, Ram Man, finally, and Mosquito. Now, it's, um, oh, I can't remember if Procrustus is the actual quarterly oversized figure from memory. I think it's included in the sub. So, 
I, He'll be coming with you, like it or not, I think. I'm sorry, Procrustis sounds like a skin condition to me. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, that bloody Procrustis is back again. I need to go get a cream. I just don't... You wouldn't tell him to his the, face, would you? Oh, no, he's pretty big, yeah. Apart from that, he's actually quite a cool-looking figure. He he only made one appearance in a uh, mini-comic. It was a pack-in with the uh, figures back in the 80s. And apparently he is a character that holds the world together. So I don't know what that means, but that's why he needs four arms, I guess. It's, uh... I don't want to piss him off then. <laughs> no, not at all. And I guess a long-awaited uh, um, series pick of um, Ramman as well. So finally you can see there there's evidence that he's actually going to be released and he's on his way. I'm actually going to get a Ramman, I decided. He's just too cool. <laughs> Um, he looks really grumpy, though. He does. He didn't look that grumpy when, you know, I was four years old from memory. It, it looks like a really old man behind there. It looks like a grumpy old man. I think yeah. he's actually got two heads as well, so he can actually um, take off the helmet, uh, helmeted head and put another head in. That's um, He has basically like a, a skull cap um, oh. as well, if you can search down the pics, but I'm pretty sure he comes with um, two different heads. Hmm. Well, there you go. Indeed. And is that Frosta in the background? No, that's Natosa. Natosa. She was uh, originally released with the um, from the Princess of Power line. Natosa. That that's another disease sounding. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, you have Procrustis Natosa. <laughs> you don't, you don't know that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and it's fatal. <laughs> Right. Whatever's mm, so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Presumably right. you can get yourself into the right position. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we record on a Sunday. <laughs> the Lord's Day. <laughs> okay. Um, Adam, help us out here. Yep. So one of the things I spotted during the week is um, – we are now getting another round of Playouts Kai Street Fighter 4 figures. Uh, this time we get Guile and um, Ibuki. So Guile looks, you know, pretty massive, pretty bulky. Um, comes with an alternate head, alternate hands, and is um, Sonic Boom by the look of it. Uh, the flat top looks remarkably cool. Um, the Ibuki also comes with a top out head. Swap out hands, and she's got one of her hands is a bladed knife throwing daggery thing hand as well. Um, that's only one of, or sorry, that's another swap out hand on top of the double swap out hands. So, yeah, I mean, these things, if they're like the ones we've had so far, are going to be ridiculously articulated and detailed. The only concern I'd have, um, is that their legs may or may not fall off. Yes, um, but not. It's pretty amazing that that we go from one extreme to the other. We are just talking about how hard NECA were trying to hide elbow and knee joints, yet these guys don't make any effort whatsoever. Well, they did in some of the earlier ones. Um, it's just that they'd kind of, like for Ryu, for example, he's just got, it looks like a cloth-moulded um, knee. It's the same as Guile kind of thing. Um, but then his wrist joints are actually covered by um, the wrist guards on his hand strap things. Okay, yep. So, I mean, they could have done that, I guess, with the Buki, but they seem not to have. Yeah. Hmm. 
just knowing, knowing how these work from Chunli that I have, the uh, the legs on Ibuki worry me. Oh, I can see. No, I can see the back now. The um, it's all sculpted and yeah, that that's my one concern with it as well, Adam. I I see um the cami um often when I go to to Minotaur and I'm so tempted to buy it to go with my Chunli, but my Chunli's legs fall off all the time and I'm. You know, she's not experiencing any hard wear. Um, yeah. I've got the Cami one as well, and I haven't opened it yet. Um, mm. But I've, I got the all, all, all the first four. Um, we use the only one that hasn't dropped the leg out of the ones that I've opened. So Akuma's mm. dropped the leg. Chun Li's dropped both legs. But if you look at it when it happens, the, the joint is not that good. So. No. No, it's a bit of a worry, particularly when you're talking about, you know, for us it's a – Around an eighty dollar figure, mm. you know, like um, I think they're they don't retail for quite that much in the U.S. But to pick them up here, you know, you're looking. You could probably get them a little bit cheaper than that on eBay, but then the shipping would tip it over. So we're anywhere from I've seen them from anywhere between eighty and one hundred and ten. So that's pretty expensive to have limbs falling off. Yeah, well, they're seventy bucks pre order at Big Bad Toy Store. So yeah. And that's not counting shipping to Australia. Yeah, that's not counting shipping. Right. Uh, and is that all from you, Adam? Um, I believe that's all from me. Okay. Well, um, I feel like we haven't talked about NECA for a while. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I, I would really hate for them to uh, feel like we're ignoring them because we're buds, you know. Um, but they have announced that they are going to do a three and three quarter Gears of War line. So I don't know. Is this the first time that Nick has done three and three quarter figures? Nothing comes to mind. Mm. Certainly three and three quarter of a known line. Yes. Someone will correct us out there, I'm sure. We'll get mail. But, um, you know, this is just – I think it's interesting just because – um, of the the scale, and from the promo they've put out, they look very detailed. So, of course, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, you know, I, from everything that they do, I have a lot of faith that um, they will do this well. And it just makes me even sadder that they did not take the Walking Dead license, really. <laughs> I'm actually very excited about these. I don't generally do three and three quarter, but if if I can actually get these for a reasonable price, uh, I'll be really, really tempted. I, I haven't actually bothered to, to become an army builder with their their sort of six to seven inch, uh, their regular Gears of War figures just because the, the price points on them in Australia are just too high to bother. Mm-hmm. But if the prices are kept down, I'd be really tempted, especially the, the cogs, the, the generic soldiers. Um, but what's really interesting is one of our really nasty discount stores in Australia, um, about six months ago I was in there and they actually had um, some of those really, really dodgy cheap figures that are $2 each and they're actually called Soldiers of War. And what they were is they were actually three and three-quarter scaled Gears of War figures. You could see they were blatant rip-offs of mm. Gears of War. So um, I yeah, don't know. I've, I've seen seen those as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely something that um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes because there's an untapped market there within that scale for these types of lines and they're just having such success uh, with these different licenses. Why not 
why not have a go and see if this appeals to maybe a different set of collectors or people that are really mad about these properties and um, it could only mean potentially good things I think yeah and I mean I don't I, I've certainly got plenty of gears of war figures I don't know whether you guys had any of them but um, they are insanely detailed like the the level of detail on them is just crazy I mean these guys all have individual tattoos which are beautifully done like there's in you know replicated etc and um, if they're taking those figures and just scaling them down this is going to be good stuff cool now to finish with something that probably doesn't fall into the category of good stuff (laughs) and people are going to wonder why we are not red carding this particular thing but the reason is because there's just no sport in it (laughs) it's like shooting fish in a barrel and this is the Uh, images we've seen now of DC Unlimited Series 3. I have never seen a bigger pile of crap. This is Aquaman, the New 52 Darkseid, Injustice Superman, and we haven't seen – this is the Injustice video game. We haven't seen the Joker yet. But all three of these are just terrible. Yeah, I don't know where to start, honestly. I know that there's been an awful lot of talk online about these and some people have said, look, let's, let's just wait. Um, these look like some, some, these aren't the actual four horsemen prototypes. These are supposedly the first factory prototypes. So the, uh, the ones that actually come out of the molds are and assembled and painted to see what they look like in six inch scale. Why are they showing us them? They're absolutely terrible. Well, I assume that they're actually leaked photos. I think okay. it's something they've taken photos of to show the various people. But, um, I mean, you can see that they're, they're not even properly assembled, aside from the fact that the, the paint isn't complete. You can see paint rubs in all the joints. You can see Aquaman's left arm isn't connected properly. Aquaman's ab crunch isn't connected properly. Um, I mean, aside from the fact that they are steaming piles of shit, the one that I think offends me the most is actually Darkseid. Oh, yeah. Because the reason why, other than the fact that it's a hideous figure, is Mattel just kept telling us that that Golden Pharaohs and and Samurais and Commandies um, are just not the kind of characters that will sell at retail. They just don't have the recognition that a Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman has. Mm. And so then Mattel turned around and put out a Darkseid. Mm. And I'm just like, um, it's not only is it not... Dark side that that you know they'd be familiar with from the comics, like the the awesome one they did as part of the the, the DC Universe classics. They've produced a version that we've barely even seen. Yet yet moms in the supermarket in the in walking through Walmart are supposed to look at this and go, oh yeah, of course, Dark Side. Yeah, he's really cool. How about we get one of those so you can match him up against Superman? Mm. I mean, what parent is going to know who this character is? Yeah. Just a side note with that, that dark side's on a Masters of the Universe body as well. And uh, the Masters of the Universe um, collectors are thinking, well, you know, we, we spent 30 minutes ah. pop on, on those molds not to be released for – and, you know, it's Masters of the Universe classic is marketed as a collector's, collector's line. And to share molds like that um, – It is too. I can happy. see the exposed yeah. belly button. Yep. I don't think Darkseid has a belly button, do you? Well, I mean, oh. this is just... I mean, I know um, 
I, I certainly know our, our pal um, Jeremy, aka um, Hyperion. He he actually hit up the four horsemen, and um, Cornboy actually answered his question and, and said, "Look, you know, we we did what we could with the the tooling available. Um, so they've obviously." done what they can from yeah but i mean you know it's pretty hard to sculpt a masterpiece when you know you've got seven kinds of dog turds to start with i mean yeah <laughs> the other thing with that dark side is um, you know it's whether you like the new 52 version or not the version that dc collectibles has just put out of this character is flipping unbelievable mm, it it, it, I, I, I bought it, of course, and it, like, but it is humongous. It is just, un- even size aside, like the the DC Universe Classics, the the Collect and Connect Dark Side is just absolutely gorgeous. It's it's oh, a yeah. beautiful mm. looking figure. Yes, um, yep. But this thing just fails on every level, and let's not even talk about Superman. Oh wait, let's talk about Superman. <laughs> he's actually wearing um he's wearing a ball thong. You know, it looks like the bottom. It's like the bottom half of a mankini. Like, it's like a, just... a... <laughs> maybe that's why his head's so small. Because it's. Kind of <laughs> 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 I'm Superman. <laughs> I'm from Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, guys! Oh, seriously. But also, he looks terribly. Veiny or something like. It's... No one has that many muscles, right? I mean, that's just <laughs> physically impossible to have that muscular to a grand grandman. Uh. Well, we've never met Adam, so you haven't seen me. But hey. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, this is um. Those boots just look like he's on Ambit style. Well, he looks like he's on his way to the Blue Oyster Club. Like. It... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I'm just reinforcing there would be absolutely no sport in making this a red card. This is this. It it would be like giving a red card to crippled people. Like, you know, it just, it seriously. I I really want to revisit these figures when they're actually out and on Walmart pegs, because I want to see just how many of these they sell as opposed to how many just peg warm. Hmm. Well, I think your Superman, Superman. Well, I was going to say Superman will sell regardless, but Superman Returns figures certainly didn't sell. So mm. there you go. But on that dark side, just for one more moment, <laughs> like why the hell does he look like an eighty-year-old steroid abuser? That's what I don't get. Right? They've, they've done all this rocky painted-in effect, but it just looks like you know how like when people were kind of you know steroid abusers in their youth, and they stop, and all the muscle just kind of turns to flabby skin. That's all it looks like to me. That's all I can think of. Well, actually, if they wanted to really capture that look, they should borrow the elbow overhangs from um, Clubber from NECA. Mm, exactly. Would, yeah. Can we move on? I'm not feeling well. Yeah, no. I, the, yeah, Sorry to end on that sad note, but um, we'll come back with uh, an amazing moment in podcast history, which is the next installment of the AFB podcast game, Name that. Hi, my name is what? My name is My name is
guys, Engineer Nerd here. Hey, um, I'm joined tonight by a very special Zoe puppy sitting on my lap. Um, she's giving me kisses even as I say that. But back to business. Last week, we heard a sound that sounded something like this. Energizer ready! Plug in the Energizer and you're in control. Batteries not included. But that's just the beginning. Blast off! The nose is a fighter plane. The wings are scout cars. Fire! Five toys at once! And that's still not all! And the double-launching missile sidecar thing should have gave it away. This is for a Micronauts cruiser. Um, I think one of our other podcast hosts has mentioned that a time or two. Anyway, we'll move on to this week's sound. This is one that I'm pretty sure I remember playing with uh, my nephew with on Christmas one year. So, uh, give it a listen. Big enough to handle any emergency. Record and send rescue messages. Flash the signal lights. Sound the alarm. Get in the action fast. As always, come on over and visit me at TV and Film Toys, where you can play the picture version and name that. And if you got any guesses at all, come on over to the AFB forum. Um, it's really friendly, probably the friendliest forum I've ever been on. So uh, make sure you check that out and leave us your guesses, because even if it's a wrong guess, it helps somebody else out. So peace out, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. What is this, Bizarro World? Well, Red Carded is that time that we take to ask why. Why, oh, why has someone done something? And uh, this week, Justin is handing out our red card. So over to you, Justin. Okay. So the red card this week goes to uh, Nika. Um, <laughs> decided. So can you decided. Who we, who's Nika? Never heard of him. We haven't talked uh, about them for ages. Brand new company on the scene. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's got that kid that's in every movie ever made now, um, Chloe Moretz <laughs> from Kick-Ass and Let the Right One In and, like I mentioned, every other movie that's been made in the last five years. Um, so we get the upcoming release of um, the remake of Carrie, the 1976 classic based on the Stephen King novel, um, originally starring John Travolta, I believe, and Sissy Spacek. Um, not getting figures from that movie getting figures from the new release movie. Uh, what makes it so sort of, I don't know, ridiculous to believe <laughs> is that we're getting um, Carrie, I guess, is the main character, and that's who we're looking at now in a normal the prom dress. And then I don't think I'm giving any spoilers away, really. <laughs> what happens to her at, at the prom, she gets doused in pig's blood. And we're also getting a variant of Carrie doused in pig's blood. So we're seeing like a teenage girl in a dress covered in blood, and that is going to be an officially released figure. So who wants guess, these figures? Um, not me. Uh, like, <laughs> who wants these? I, don't know. I mean, no, I, can, I can kind of understand it from the point of view that they've done plenty of other horror. Um, franchises, like they've worked their way through the various serial killers and um, you know, this is another horror franchise but uh, it's a little odd that they're doing the remake not the, the original um, but I, I see this as be more of a, you know I know McFarlane was movie maniacs but if they started doing sort of waves um, of these sorts of things I could see her as being an inclusion but just on her own just seems, yeah, a bit odd 
It looks like there's no articulation. Like there's some kind of weird join in the middle of uh, New Dakota Fanning, but <laughs> I, I can't. I can't see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do who, like. Who would buy? Sorry, man. No, I was just laughing at um, one of the comments on, on TNIs. Like, they pass on things like Kick-Ass and Green Hornet, and we get this. I hated Green Hornet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you wanted, like, a, um, a cake topper, you could get the non-blood version. <laughs> <laughs> I think if, if they had gone for the classic Kerry, I think I would still even kind of think, oh, that's a bit strange, but oh, well, yeah, I mean, okay. But to do the remake, I just don't get it. Mm. Can I just say that this this red card is completely redeemed by one of the comments that someone wrote, and I, I quote, she kind of looks like my wife before she got fat after we got married. She, she says it's because of her Mexican heritage, but I think she's just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so now if Necker mm, hadn't made that, that figure we wouldn't have had that comment <laughs> uh, we need that guy in the show <laughs> I love that uh, yeah well I, I think that's a well deserved red card so you know just just to show that we uh, we have no favourites here Necker we love most of your work but this is weird <laughs> you get our red card and right after that deserve fail we will be back with our discussion topic of the week beware the mutants seeking sentinel target identified mutants apprehended want to make sure big boy my adamantium claws will get rolled back Always had trouble with man. My optic blast will give him trouble. Firing projectile arc. Now, Sentinel, you will be defeated. Arr! Sentinel robot playset and X-Men action figures, each sold separately. Well, for our discussion question this week, we are asking what's on your watch list. And the reason this came about is eBay obviously is the toy collector's friend, particularly for those of us that live in other parts of the world where things aren't as accessible or for things that uh, perhaps you have only started collecting well after they've been released. Sometimes eBay is the only way to get them. Some things are readily accessible on eBay, but some things are require a little bit more hunting. And so the watch list and save searches come in very handy. And the thing that made me think of this was that I just scored something that I have been watching for ages on eBay. Um, and using watch list to keep track of a, a particular thing that was relisted so many times until it finally got down to make me an offer. Um, so I thought that it might be fun just for us to uh, whip open the eBay watch lists, delete all of the bizarre things that aren't printable or discussable, and then talk about what's left. Um, so I will start. We're going to start with a, a few different sort of questions. And the first one is, you know, what's that thing that, has sits in your watch list either the same auction or you're often watching a particular item, but for some reason you've never pulled the trigger on it. And I'll start with mine. And mine is the DC Direct Aquaman Water Globe. Note, not snow globe. <laughs> water globe. And it, it is around a fair, a fair bit, but what, what worries me is that I... 
very rarely do you see a picture of the actual item. It's usually just the original promo pic. And I know that these haven't aged particularly well and the glass and a lot of them has clouded. Mm. Um, so I often watch them that they, you know, including shipping Tristelia, you're probably looking at around $200, you know, for a, for probably the cheapest ones, but I've never had much success in co contacting anyone and saying, can you show me a picture of the actual item? So I often hover over it and then just think, no, nah, I don't want to take the risk for that much money. But there's always at least one or two of those in my watch list. Ben, what about you? Do you have anything that you're afraid will cloud over? Or uh, You've got me nervous about my, my Batman snow globe now. I'm going to... Dig that out and see see how it's aged. Um, I'm, I'm pretty fond of that because my my buddy Nick gave that to me. So um, oh. it's actually been in storage. Well, not in storage, as in it's just packed away. It's not on display at the moment. So yep. I'll go and check but it as out. You, as you can imagine, as a mad Aquaman fan, I really, really want one of those. Mm. And the pictures, but I just know that that is a bit of an issue, and I would hate to spend that much money for it and then find that you can't even see Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, uh, it's not so much like a, a particular item that I, I continually watch, and then when the auction ends, um, I, I re-watch it. It's more of a, a saved search option, and yep. uh, that is the Sideshow Premium Format Captain America. Uh -huh. um, which I stupidly had the opportunity to buy when it was new uh, and it was sort of at that time about twice the price of what I was paying for Bowen statues, so it seemed like a lot of money. Ha, 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 well, now it's worth a fortune. Um, probably the single biggest frustration with this piece for me is, um, aside from the fact that it shows up rarely, uh, there's usually maybe two on eBay at any time, and if I'm prepared to spend $1,500 for a buy it now, um, then, yeah, I can obtain it. But it's it's a real frustration because when you do see one for a good price, uh, I've seen ones that are less than half that, and I, I just simply I contact the seller. They refuse to post to Australia because of the size of the box, um, and, I, and I say, well, other people are listing them, and they've got postage, and they say, well, why don't you just buy that one then? <laughs> um, so that one's probably uh, equal 50-50 with the premium format Thor statue, which I, I don't actually try as hard to find because he's he's just so enormous that the box is kind of like half the size of the Captain America one again. Um, so I know that one does have logistical issues for freight. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably my my holy grail that I keep an eye out for. Excellent, Justin. What about you? Well, mine's actually not that rare. It's just the um, the Hot Toys um, Superman. The Christopher okay. Reeve one, obviously. Um, it's everywhere on eBay, but the way that my collection is set up, I I wouldn't want to display it um, just on a shelf. I'd have to wait till this sort of room is revamped with um, glass cabinets and the rest of it. And plus, um, the prices now of an in-store Christopher Reeve um, Superman is, is really off the scale, mm. but he's readily available from Chinese uh, sellers. Mm. But I've always had that bit of uh, a risk of actually doing that um, and purchasing him because if I got into that sort of scale, I know that I'd become a collector of uh, hot toys and I'd be much more poorer. <laughs> so that's that's the only really thing that um, I always have an eye on. The other one is a knockoff of the Blade Runner figures, that Android Hunter. I don't mm. know if you've seen that around as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, Android Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it's really well done rendition, but um, it, it's very rare and it's very expensive every time it does pop up on um, on eBay. So, I mean, that's it's pretty weak one, the Christopher Reeve one, but it's just that I. I well, it's more you're hovering on the brink of collecting a, a certain type of thing. It's not just the item. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. I mean, for a one-off, um, one-off hot toy purchase, it, it's quite reasonable. It still is yeah. reasonably priced, but just to um, have it on display, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, I don't know if I could justify it just to have it in a box sort of thing at the moment. Well, if you want to be safe, why don't you become a hot toy Star Wars collector? Because it looks like there'll only ever be one figure. <laughs> well, having said that, having said that, <laughs> just contradicting myself now, I was given the option of a. Um, um, second chance offer on a, a Luke um, for quite a reasonable price. So I have another few hours to decide on that one or not. So oh. I'm just, um, you know, I'm on the precipice. Do it, do it. It is one of the best toys ever. Welcome. Mm, I won't, I won't broadcast the price, but okay. uh, it's, 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 it's a beautiful price. Oh. And Adam, what's that thing that that, that equates for you? It's kind of two that I, I've been hovering over for a long time and haven't pulled the trigger on. One, because I can't find it anymore, which is the Marvel Legends Fing Fang Foom. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is the Adam Hughes Mary Jane Parker statue. Yeah. And that's just, you know, $670 worth of awesome, but <laughs> kind of, yeah, I don't know, big investment. I won't mention that she's staring at me right now. You're a bastard and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so th- those are the, the key ones that I haven't pulled the trigger on, but, I mean, the Sentinel, the Marvel Legends Sentinel took me a while to pull the trigger on. Um, so did the Apocalypse, but both of those, it was kind of a case of finding the right price. Um, and the other one was, of course, the Marvel Legends Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And ended up opening it, which I think was, you know, the the even the even harder step after having acquired <laughs> considering what it goes for. <laughs> so now looking back at your watch list, what are some of just the kind of normal type things that you know are sitting in there at the moment? Mine, um I'm spending a bit of time and money going back and collecting some of the really old DC Direct statues at the moment because uh, when they they first started out, they did some really amazing pieces with a number of characters or kind of diorama pieces as well. And, you know, those are very much uh, you have to hunt for a deal because they're big, so they're not cheap and the shipping is dear as well. Um, But I've got a few of those I'm keeping my eye on at the moment. There's also a really annoying seller on eBay who – uh, sells all the po- promotional posters of all of these statues. So often, when I think I finally I've actually found something, it's this guy selling the poster. Yeah, <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah, and he's selling them for like forty, fifty bucks, which I think is weird. But anyway, so like for instance, one that you know I'm often looking at is the Flash versus Captain Cold statue. Um, and then for a long time I was looking for the Flash of Two Worlds statues as well, but I actually um, just got that. Um, but, yeah, he always, I often think I've got a hit and it's the poster. Um, same guy's got a Aquaman Water Globe poster as well, which is just weird. Um, but, yeah, I've got a lot of old DC Direct stuff sitting in my 
watch this at the moment. And it's the kind of thing that, you know, it's not a, it's not urgent. They're, they're around and it's the things you kind of hover over and then think, uh, I can't really spend that much money on that right now and wait for the really good deals or they make an offers on them. Um, another one that I, that I have sitting at the moment, which I would love to have, but just too expensive is the Sideshow Fantastic Four diorama. Um, I just, yeah. I love that. I, but, you know, to find one kind of under $400 is, um, well, I've never done it. So, yeah. yeah. But that's the kind of stuff that sits in my watch list. Ben, back to you. Um, I I still buy the odd back issue. And uh, what I actually noticed, I was just looking through my, my watch list, which is about eight pages long. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, what <laughs> I, I tend to do is I, I sort of hover for... You know, I look for older back issues and I'll find something that I need. And the the opening bid is actually a pretty reasonable price. And But what I do is I sort of I look at the price and go, if that goes for that price, it's a good deal. But if it goes for sort of more than that, then it's not only getting out of my price range, but, you know, it's it's not such a, a good deal. So I'll watch it on, on the the basis that, oh, well, you know, if it comes down and there's half an hour left and there's no bids, I'll throw a bid on. And if it goes for that price, then, you know, I've got myself a bargain. But invariably what happens is, you know, I mean, I've seen um, there was a, a a a reasonably nice copy of um, Brave and the Bold 28 and the opening bid was $800. And I thought, oh, you know, like I could throw one bid on there. And it ended up going for something like three and a half grand. And so, oh, my. Uh, you know, and you, you know how you just hope that, that somehow people just aren't noticing that particular auction and you know, <laughs> you're the only one that's going to be watching it. Um, so I, I have an awful lot of back issues like that. But um, something else I notice that comes up an awful lot in my watch list is um, um, a, a lot of DC Universe classics for customs. Um, so if I find someone who's selling just a loose figure and it's just a generic, uh, a generic sort of Green Lantern or something that will make a great base for a custom um, and the the buy it now plus shipping is very cheap so a lot of those sort of hong kong chinese sellers you can pick up figures for sort of eight or nine dollars and i'll often sort of you know put them in my watch list thinking oh yeah i'll get around and i'll I'll do an order with that guy and um you know i usually just forget and so the auction finishes and it it goes to the end of my watch list but uh, i seem to do that an awful lot cool and justin what about you uh, one is uh, Vintage Castle Grayskull with all the, the bits and pieces. Um, just recently, yeah, for the past five days, I've been watching one. He had it on as uh, $40 for the opening bid and a buy it now for 180 Um <laughs> The thing is, he didn't, he didn't want to post it, oh. and he lives about 10 minutes away from my house. Oh. <laughs> so I've been watching this thing, and he's uh, he's been... I think he's been offered a uh, quite substantial price near the buy it now price because it's been pulled uh, from uh, from the list. So I sent him a message, but at this stage he hasn't uh, gotten back to me. Um, so that I'm quite similar to Ben as well, especially those generic Green Lantern bodies. Um, and I normally pull the pin on a few of those, pull the trigger on those as well, and. Other thing as well is my line that cannot be mentioned. My number one is uh, <laughs> my watch list, and and it came on Aussie eBay about I don't know two weeks ago, and I'm normally never ever 
um, late home from work. This particular day I was, and I missed it by two uh, minutes, and it went for uh, it went uh, for nineteen dollars. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's that's, that's gotta hurt. It does. All right, and, and and how many more power pack number ones are out there? Oh, sorry. I'm... <laughs> yes, power pack. Get <laughs> okay, the jig is up. Adam, what about you? Most of mine's pretty much at the moment um, Marvel Universe variants that I'm you know comfortable trying to get. Um, particularly the baghead, paper baghead Spider Man. Seriously, guys, it is not a $50 figure. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. Like, it's it's nice and all, but $50 is, you know, you're being stupid. Um, particularly when you then decide that you're going to, in some cases, you're then going to try and charge me $50 for shipping. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah. I don't care if it's in its packaging. I don't care if it's, you know, a little bit knocked about. So long as it's still not broken, it's fine. Um, the other things that have generally been there is, um, is as far as Marvel Universe is things where occasionally some of the two packs and whatever, um, big bad toy store don't split them up, they'll just go for you can have, you know, not even the whole one, you can have um, a box worth. So, um, I'm just going, yeah, I really don't need three or four copies of each of those, and sometimes it's really only I want one copy of one because it's got one in there that I'm after. Um, so for example, the Helmetless Juggernaut is one, uh, and there's also a 70s variant of Falcon and Cat as a two-pack. Um, the Falcon one's just the 70s uniform. The Cat one, they've done, like, these weird look at paint jobs that make it look like, you know, 70s colouring and inking. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, the other one, the one I won't name because... Currently about the cheapest I've seen it is three times its initial retail price. I've seen it for four times that. Um, yeah, so that one's on the list as well. <laughs> and uh, what about the weird things or the just kind of odd bod things that are in your watch list at the moment? Um, what um, what strange things are, are there? I, this is not... Uh, I, I like keeping my eye on some of the weirdly mislisted or, or you know mislabeled things just to see if anyone will actually buy them. <laughs> like if I was watching one that was a hot DC Direct Superman action figure rare uh, with, and I, I think I have no idea what it actually is, but um, it almost looks like the Frank the Frank Quietly Superman body but not the head um i'm just just not sure like it's obviously some you know kind of bizarre thing and it happens to be in china um <clears throat> it, it was on for 8.99 but nobody bought it um yeah so just you know often things like that that just kind of not not funny enough to be a red card but just those weird things that you come across and you think well i can see that i'm not going to buy this but i'm just going to watch it and so that I can feel um smug if anyone actually buys it you know <laughs> what, what what about you ben um well, i don't have anything sort of like that uh like anything sort of super weird um, I mean, occasionally I do have things like um, 
there'll be a, a certain loose figure that I'm after and someone's selling a group of loose figures and um, there'll be just that, that one figure after hidden in the background and, and you're sort of umming and ahhing as to whether to buy the lot just to get that one figure. Um, I've picked up a few rare Marvel Legends like that just because someone had a group of, um, you know, superhero toys um, and somehow you've lucked onto it because um, I don't always search by keyword. I'll actually go into the action figure category and, and just simply scroll through pages and pages um, to see what's there. And, and I've seen sort of hidden, like I picked up the face-off Sabretooth figure for a very cheap price. Um, uh, I've actually done that where uh, I wanted one figure that was in... Um, that's how I actually got my Hawkeye figure, was um, it was loose with three other figures, and I actually had to convince the guy that I didn't want the three other figures. I was happy to actually buy, you know, as in win the auction, but can you just send me the Hawkeye figure? And the guy's like, what am I supposed to do with the other three figures? Like, seriously, ser- like, seriously, like... You, really? You, you're selling four figures, I'm giving you the money for them, and I only want one, and you're actually hassling me because you don't know what to do with the other three figures? Like, really? <laughs> so in the end, I said, you can throw them in the bin or give them away. Like, I'll, I'll email you and say it's okay, you know, if you need that for accountability reasons. But, um, so, um, I mean, I have, um, I have an awful lot of um, army builder-type situations. Like, I'm always on the lookout for Sentinels. Uh, and so I'll, I'll tag Sentinels that if they go for that sort of opening bid, they're, they're pretty reasonable with shipping to Australia. But, you know, if you start to get a few bids on them, they, they get um, very expensive very quickly. So. Hmm. Hmm. What, what about you, Justin? Uh, something I do is that when I make a custom, I then um, search for that custom on eBay see if anyone else has made one and see what the price is going for. Not that I've ever sort of custom on eBay, but it's just a weird little thing I do to see uh, what, if people are in the same mindset of, of what I've made and, and comparing the custom as well, just seeing how much it goes for. And uh, you see a lot of funny things when you do that as well, like really badly made customs. <laughs> um, <laughs> Really low prices. Uh, another thing I look for is I don't know if you have a Dark Horse character called Emily Strange. Uh, my daughter is her name is Emily, and I often buy things, you know, that have like backpacks and got her Emily Strange number one thirteenth birthday and little things like that as well. But that's about that's about the weirdest thing I do on there. Okay. And uh, who has a visiting rooster with them this evening? <laughs> that was Homer Simpson. Not me. Oh, it was Homer, was it? Okay. Sorry, are we boring you, Ben? You have to get texts as well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Adam, what about you? <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of what the weird things would be. I guess bulk lots of Lego. Um, but that's not that weird, I guess, considering that Beck's massively into it. Um uh, <laughs> Bulk lots of hero clicks have been on the thing before, um, simply just because it's a good way to build a massive army of little tiny, tiny, you know, one or two inch men for not much money. And if you don't really care about having a team, thank you, Homer. Uh, That one was me. I just texted him to see if he'd put it on mute. (laughs) 
The other thing that's occasionally funny to look for as far as hero click stuff is there are people that do custom hero clicks that not just custom ones like nude customs. And because it's such a small scale, they're frequently done badly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just looks like they've basically used cake batter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so badly painted. So it's just great. Yeah, you, you do come across those things and think, wow, like, you know, do you actually think that somebody would buy that? I'm not sure. Mm. But I, I'm not sure what who that's for. Like, who's going on? Yeah, that's a really good, you know. One-inch scale nude person. <laughs> <laughs> they just put them like in the back of their collection. And then when I was looking, they put, pick them out and go, Fuh, and then put them back. Maybe, maybe it's for people that have to do. Maybe it's for people that have to do very small life drawings. Well, that's right. <laughs> maybe maybe people, people have very limited bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> Can't look up naked ladies on the. <laughs> <laughs> Can't afford Playboys. <laughs> what, was no one else thinking that? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> um, when, when has a a save search done you well? Like you know, what what when is a save search that you've had forever finally paid off? Mine that I had to wait a long time for was the um, classic. Ms. Marvel Bowen action statue, the one in her 70s look with the bare midriff and stuff. That is a – it's not a super expensive one to find in the secondary market, but it's just hardly ever around. And when I decided that I needed it, um, I, I had to wait for quite a while and my save search took you – know, but finally I got one thanks to the save search. What about you, Ben? Uh, definitely for me, it was the sideshow Emma Frost slash White Queen statue. Uh-huh. Um, that was one that was pretty much um, my number one sort of, um, that was my number one holy grail uh, as far as statues and things go. And she used to come up on the US eBay, uh, and of course Italy. Um, everything seems to come up in Italy, but yeah, anyway. Um, but of course, in the US, she was always listed and, and would be quite expensive. People would have buy it nows of sort of seven, eight hundred dollars. But because she's um, clearly over four pounds with the box, people wouldn't send it first class, so it'd have to come by um, priority. Uh, which is obviously a lot more expensive. So shipping was always over a hundred dollars. It was always listed at about a hundred and twenty for postage. And um, so even when you did find one that was borderline reasonable, by the time you added a hundred and twenty dollars, um, it, it just was you know I wasn't prepared to pay that kind of price. And so eventually uh, a search came back, and there was someone in Sydney um, who was selling one. And because Sydney's not far from where I am, I think shipping was about. $21 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not only that, but I actually paid considerably less than what the US eBay. Um, so obviously the people that were after her were obviously in America because no one in Australia bid on it. And so I was the only bidder. So Woohoo! I got, yeah, the opening bid and cheap postage. So that was um, a huge payoff. Hooray, save search. What about you, Justin? Um, mine are relatively boring. <laughs> <laughs> but they've, they've paid off recently. Um, recently, I was able to get a um, select, uh, sorry, Marvel Select cloak and dagger, which Ooh. is quite. It's it's a lot rarer than you than you think. Uh, and one I'd been after for a while uh, was uh, once again Marvel Select uh, the Watcher, 
um, and he was quite rare. And just recently, I was able to get the um, the Marvel Legend uh, two pack of uh, Warpath and Deadpool in the cool. um, in the classic colours. So I was quite happy with that. That one that I've been watching for ages as well. So yeah, just basically Marvel stuff again as well. Very good. Yeah. Any any Justin? Uh, sorry, I just you... answered you. <laughs> hey, very good. Well, uh, Marvel Select Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> uh oh, we're in a bit of a time warp here. Sorry, and you, Adam. I typically find it doesn't pay off for me because I don't have enough self restraint. Uh, 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 I'll typically get to waiting for like a, you know maybe a couple of weeks, and then if I haven't seen something go particularly cheap, I'll just go eh, stuff it and buy it, mm. or just forget about it. And you know months later, I might go, eh, I have a look again. That's you know about the same price, maybe a little bit better. I'll buy that. So yeah, it doesn't really help me at all. That that's just more about me than safe searches. <laughs> I just thought of another thing that I. I'm always watching and never think I'll, I'll find. I, um, I'm a big Black Canary fan and she's a character that I've thought with statues I could kind of have a bit of a collection of because it's a it's a finite, you know, amount. It's not like I want every Superman statue. But um, one that for some reason is ridiculously expensive on the secondary market is the DC Direct Justice League Unlimited maquette of a black canary, like to find one with shipping for under two hundred dollars, is so far impossible or pretty close to. So it's kind of one of those one things that you know I want, but I don't want it enough to pay that. And da da. So I've always got one of those in my watch list as well. Yeah. Actually, right right now I have four. <laughs> now that I'm scrolling through. <laughs> <clears throat> Wonderful. Well, in, any other weird or wonderful watch list items to mention before we wrap up? Um, no, I mean, I certainly have a lot of um, sort of Bowen statues and things like that, that uh, once again, if they go for the opening bid, um, they're pretty much a steal with, with shipping. So, but um, can I just, you know, mention the, the sheer number of auctions that seem to finish at around 3 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. The, the, joy, the joys of being in Australia. Uh, see, that doesn't bother me because I never bid live. I always snipe um, just for the reason that I do not have good self-control. Like this is why I have never gambled. <laughs> no, seriously, because I, I have an addictive personality and I know that if I did, I would not be able to stop. Like I, I you know, I find it difficult to stop playing solitaire on the computer until I've won. Um, so... <laughs> eBay and live auctions, you know, are not a good combination for me. So, you know, I snipe not to be sneaky. I snipe so that I can set my price and walk away. Uh, yeah, so that doesn't really bother me. And who would get up in the middle of the night to buy anything? <coughs> me, Maddie Collector. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Awesome. I think we've given the watch list slash save searches topic a good go, particularly for a second attempt at getting it done. So uh, well done. And if you have any uh, funny watch list items or things that you're always looking for as well that you want to share, please pop them on our Facebook page or email us, um, particularly if they're cool and cheap so that we can buy them instead of you and gloat. 
<laughs> and uh, I mean, no, that's not what I mean at all. I don't what know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, well, let's go on to some feedback before we wrap things up, eh? Sounds good. Okay. okay. You can make them fly or jump or crash your wall. Superhero action figures over seven inches tall. Each sold separately. Superman, Batman, Incredible Hulk. You can make them do their thing. Even make Spider-Man slide down a string. Lots of action for one and all. Action figures over seven inches tall. These superhero action figures each sold separately. Batman, Superman, Incredible Hulk, and Spider-Man each sold separately by Miko. Well, before we finish off this abbreviated episode, we have a bit of feedback to share with you. And if you would like to have your question, comment, or suggestion read out on future episodes, you can post it on Facebook or tweet it to us, or you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. And we have a question tonight, and this is from Bob Bird, who hails from Austin, Texas. And he says, if you had your choice... Which would you collect, Hot Toys or Sideshow Premium Format statues? So we'll start with the people that don't collect either of these. Um, Adam. I'd if- probably be more tempted to go in for Hot Toys rather than Premium Format statues. I think just more because it is a bit bit more of a toy thing. It's a bit more poseable kind of. I don't like having just a statue as much. I don't find that I can enjoy it as much. Okay. Justin. Yeah, quite similar reasons. And plus, with the kids, I couldn't trust them to uh, keep their hands off the stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That way it'd be hot toys for me. (laughs) Seriously, I'd be so paranoid. (laughs) Uh, My kids, you know, like I've had, well, I suppose I only started collecting statues when they were a bit older, but, and partly I've got girls as well, which helps, but they just know that. Mm. You know, do not touch. <laughs> um, yep. Now, Ben, as a collector of both, if you had to choose one, uh, definitely the premium format statues, uh, simply because I'm um, comic styling first and foremost. Um, I don't go in for the movie renditions, uh, and so so long as Hot Toys aren't producing comic accurate toys, um, yeah. I think the premium format statues would always win. Yeah, well, that, I, we're going to end up tied here because I, I have actually decided premium format. I did start on the Hot Toys bandwagon and then realized, you know what, I don't necessarily really like these as much as I thought I would. Um, I mean, something like the Star Wars stuff, I will collect that. It's just fantastic. But, um, you know, I don't pose or play with my toys a lot I li- and I'm a statue person so premium formats just suit me better um, and yeah that's a there you go it's a tie Bob so thanks for your question <laughs> good on you Bob good on you Bob and uh, say hello to my sister she lives in Austin Texas so um, she'll be here in Australia in just two weeks I'm so excited <laughs> woohoo yay and uh, yeah that bring and actually those those of the podcasts who hopefully are going to meet up in Sydney might get to meet her because she'll be with me. Cool. Yay! All right. Well, that brings us to the end of stuff that you didn't need to know. No, of uh, episode number forty-one of the Action Figure Blues podcast, or forty-one point one, if we were a Marvel um, comic book. Uh, <laughs> We hope that you have enjoyed listening to this crap. And if you would like to hear more of our crap, 
Download it by going to actionfigureblaze.com and clicking on the crap tab. Oh, no, the podcast tab. Um, or, of course, you can subscribe, subscribe at iTunes. And if you do, please take the time to leave us a positive rating and review, especially if you're from weird countries because we like it. Oh, sorry, not that any of your countries are weird. Um, unusual. No, that doesn't work either. I'm struggling. Help Weirder me. Weirder than us. <laughs> not Australia. <laughs> yeah, not Australia. Yeah, but if you do, let us know so that we can remember to um, – uh, check, change our iTunes to your country of choice so that we can read it. We would love to have a nice review from you. While you are at actionfigureblues.com, you might like to check out the reviews and the articles there and perhaps visit some of our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, Collector-Actionfigures, and PopCulture.com who help keep the site running and the lights on. When we're not podcasting, blogging, or doing other assorted hobby-related activities – you know, I wrote that, but God, that's dumb. I'm going to get rid of that bit. Um, you can find us all, just the sort of hobby-related activities. You'll never hear that again, folks, so treasure it now. Um, you can find us all on the Action Figure Blues forum at afbforum.com, where I post as Scotty, Ben posts as Fish Milkshake, Justin posts as Night Owl, and Adam posts as Westie. And, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Email us, Facebook us, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash actionfigureblues. Find us on Twitter at AFBlues. And with that, we is all done. Done. Good job, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, phew, 41.1, it was a hit. <laughs> yes. Good night, everybody. Good night, Austin, Texas. Good night. Uh, Bye-bye. Argentina. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey! Woohoo! <laughs> On a side note, I didn't know GeoCities was still around. Yeah. The 90s called and they want their website back. 